Moto One Podcast Network. So two peanuts, two peanuts walk into a bar. One was assaulted. Oh yeah! Tell me a joke, Tobor. Two planes fly into a building. No, 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 Tobor. Do not answer that joke. Beep, beep, poo, 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 beep, poo, 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 beep, 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 poo, beep, beep, will be, will be, will be, bubba, bye, bye. Shut up, Tobor. You're listening to a show hosted by an idiot and a sarcastic robot. That's me. It features the opinions of that idiot and the opinions of guest motorcyclists from a large demographic with a varying array of skills, talent, and knowledge. Any of the words that you hear on this podcast may therefore be very idiotic, unlawful, and incorrect, or perhaps genius and insightful. Either way, they do not reflect the opinions or well-thought-out and completely fair policies of the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast or any of the podcasts under the Moto One Podcast Network umbrella. Enjoy the show, Fart Tooth. Check, check. Oh, we are potted up. We are. <laughs> Yay. Yay. We are here. And yes, that's me and my idiotic robot. That robot isn't me, by the way. It was. Well, it was. Remember when I didn't have your uh, your vocoder? What's it called? Like your vocal thing set up? My vo- Your vocal thing. That's what I call it. Anyway, Tobor, just be quiet. I'm going to turn you down, actually. Uh... Yeah, yeah, you can sit over there. I don't care. Um, so, hi, this is Creative Writing. Did you know that? Boom! You are now. You now are in the know. Guess what, folks? This is another banger of a show. Great episode. This is the real number two ninety five. But since we rebroadcast two two sixty four, whatever the hell it was last week, should I still call it two ninety five? Mm, I think I'm just going to call this two ninety six. And. Uh, not a broadcast, rebroadcast. So if I only rebroadcasted something, maybe I should just put rebroadcast and not put an episode number. So maybe I'll go back in time and edit uh, 295 to just say rebroadcast 264. I'm going to call this 295 then. Yeah, that's what we'll do. This is episode 295, the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. Hope you've been having a hell of a good time. Uh, we are, we went from full on... Um, here in SoCal, we went from full... Actually, it's raining right now, so I shouldn't say this, but we went from full-on rain and snow mode to, uh, yeah, it was 80 this week, so that's that's always nice. What are we, Texas? Boom! Tobor, we don't... Oh, shit. Tobor, where's the sound effect board? Tobor, why is there grease on your pants? Tobor! God damn it, get... You... you, you Okay, well, we don't have a sound effect board this week, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Tobor, really, this has to stop. <sighs> okay, well, let's get into this episode, episode 295. Uh, again, we're, we'll, we'll go back and erase the one from last week. We'll, we'll, re, uh, we'll, we'll edit it to say rebroadcast of 294, uh, 264, so not as to confuse anybody. Uh, if you want to know what the hell is coming up this week, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to head over right now to creative writing or uh, creative-writing.com and look at the front page of our blog. That has everything we need to know there. I don't know why I read the notes every week uh, when all the great stuff is right here on the blog. Uh, Coming up this weekend, not to be forgotten, my good friends, uh, April 15th is the classic track day and race school. We've been talking about it. It's finally here. 
this show should go out on Friday, so you should be heading out to Willow Springs tomorrow if you're not a dumbass. Um, Listen, I get it. Some of you are in Canada. Some of you are in the UK. Some of you are in Germany. You guys are excused. Anybody that's not in Southern California is actually excused because there's some people in Ohio. And But if you are in SoCal or somewhere adjacent like Las Vegas, I, I, I give the people in Reno a pass. That's Northern Nevada. Las Vegas, you're four hours from LA, which means you're like two hours from Lancaster probably. Uh, you know, it's even closer. You guys, you're going from desert to desert. You know, you won't even know you left Las Vegas, except you should watch the movie while you're driving over. Uh, and if you're in Arizona, true, it's a little bit of a drive, but everything is when you're trying to get out of Arizona. So come on over, watch some racing. Classic, classic thunder in the valley. And I think there is a raceway called Thunder Valley. So I don't want to confuse you, but you get the gist. I'm going to quit blabbing about it and just tell you the facts. The facts are it's happening April 15th and 16th at Willow Springs. It's the Willow Springs Grand Prix Classic Motorcycle Festival at uh, the Big Willow Track. Historic track out there in Rosemont, California. There's camping. You pay to get in. You don't even have to race. You just spectate. This is what I usually do every year. I go out there. Saturday, I bring my tent, some charcuterie, and enough beer to get me through till Sunday morning. And I sit out there and I party with the racers. I have a bunch of friends that race, uh, and um, it's a good time. Now that I know Brady runs it, it's an even better time. You just you cannot have a bad time out there. I would say bring a hard camper. Uh, don't bring a pop-up because it'll be blown over. The winds are crazy out there. People's pop-ups just... There, every single time I'm out there, there's a, a, another pop-up flying across the track uh, or getting whipped up by those desert winds. It's, it's, it's nuts. So it is windy. So every year that I have um, – <clears throat> god dang, sorry. Got a, I need a beer. Actually, that's, I'm going to pause right now and get a beer. That's the best idea I've had all night. Tobor is shaking his head no. What was the other good one I had? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can't tell him that, but I'll be right back with my beer. God damn, this beer tastes like shit, man. Fuck, what the hell? Junkie, I didn't know that was beer. I filled those cans with my secretions after I made love to the sound effects board. God, Tobor, what's wrong with you? God. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Tired of hanging out in the garage with buddies and not knowing what they're talking about? Do you have inferior knowledge of carburetors or electrical systems? What about grilling beef, guns, or other manly things? Now RP Enterprises has you covered. Introducing Mantriloquist. Mantriloquist is a monthly subscription service that puts an expert right in your head. The next time you're in the garage throwing back some suds with your buds and the conversation takes a turn into uncharted waters, just text pound 33976 on your cell phone and wait for the magic to happen. The experts in our call center are available 24 hours a day. They spring into action via our patented two-way earpiece. They'll listen in on your conversations to make sure you don't sound like the village idiot in front of your friends. Our discreet communications protocol means that your pals won't hear a thing except for you delivering all the right answers. Now, you don't have to be afraid to join the conversation when topics come up like fuel pumps, inverters, clitoris, drywall, sniper rifles, and so much more. 
Mandriloquist will put you back in the game instead of holding your purse in the corner. So, man up with Mandriloquist. Requires a three-month minimum subscription. Not available for women. They generally don't care or are not afraid to ask questions. Not available in Guam or Burkina Faso. Standard messaging and data rates apply. Money back guaranteed. Call now to order. For over 131 years and several months, Clodman's has been supplying quality pickles to motorcyclists the world over. Legendary icons such as Sylvester Roper, Oscar Hedstrom, William Harley, Betsy Stringfield, Frank Willoughby Cotton, Evil Knievel, Nikki Hayden, and Sachiro Honda have all quenched their desires for a thick, juicy pickle sliding across their greasy, willing lips with none other than a fine specimen from Clopman's. Join the Hall of Fame, win your first race, impress the judges, put a Clopman's in your mouth, and a championship trophy on your shelf. Clopman's, not for dreamers, for doers. Clopman's, the only pickle for motorcyclists. Just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just. No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. I'm not the mood. They certainly do. How loud am I now? Boy, that was disgusting, Tobor. I'm actually going to turn you down again. Next time, warn me, my, my good friend, please. Uh, yeah. So let's 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 uh, get on. We're gonna we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about wrap up wrap up the uh, upcoming events. Uh, April fifteenth and sixteenth. I don't need to stammer and yammer on about it anymore. It is the Willow Springs. Uh, Grand Prix Classic Motorcycle Festival. I did want to mention there is going to be a bike show there, uh, and you are welcome to show up and uh, show your bike off. And that's all going to be Saturday. Sunday is strictly racing, baby. Uh, it's going to be a lot of good stuff out there. If you want to see a prelude to the Bagger, um, the Bagger Racing League's opening round in Pittsburgh, which happens like in May, uh, you can come to this event. And they're going to have an exhibition race. So that's pretty sick, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. Also happening um, April 15th and 16th is the uh, – actually, the 14th to the 16th is Tallahassee Bike Fest. happening in Tallahassee, Florida. And the 13th to the 16th is the Memphis Let's Rock This Women's Motor Rally in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, April 19th through 23rd is Angel City Spring Motorcycle Rally happening in Unadilla, Unadilla, uh, Georgia. April 19th through 23rd also is the RDV ADV Bike Rally in Teleco Plains, Tennessee. One of these days I'm going to look up Teleco Plains. It just has a certain ring to it that I really like, and I uh, I want to know what it's all about. Um, but that's happening. Also, um, where do we go? Here we go. April 23rd, SoCal Cycle Swap Meet is happening at Long Beach Veterans Stadium down in Long Beach. That happens the last Sunday of every uh, month. 
Um, and then April 28th through 30th, the One Moto Show happening in Portland, Oregon, baby. That's the end of this month. And uh, that is the official kickoff to the spring slash summer motorcycle shows. Why did I say that? What? What? Let me think. What came before this besides Daytona Bike Week? I think Daytona Bike Week is this, the beginning of the official motorcycling season but i feel like the one show is the earliest like crazy show uh as far as like the hand built you know the women's moto show flat out friday actually what am i talking about mama tried is a winner yeah i have no idea what i'm talking about just ignore me april 28th through 30th the one moto show happening in portland go up there do some heroin uh watch grim if they even still film that up there and uh See some cool motorcycles. May 6th, come back down here to California for the Californian at Santa Anita Park in Arcadia, California. That's happening at the world-famous Santa Anita racetrack. You will see horses thundering by at at least 30 miles an hour. I don't know how fast a fucking horse can run. Uh, but uh, you'll see horses running by, meat horses, while you lose eyes oogle over the most amazing iron horses in the infield. And you get to watch it all, and you can see the Kentucky Derby on the big, <clears throat> the big screen. This thing's got to be like forty feet tall. When you stand there, you feel like an ant looking at a large TV. Uh, and also this year, Brady's bringing back Derby at the Derby. So if you have a pine car, like a pine pine Derby car, pine car Derby, I don't know what the fuck they're called. It's a pine car. It's a pine Derby, pine car Derby. It's a pine. Derby, racer derby. I don't remember what they're called. And my kid was in Boy Scouts for like five years. God, I'm, I'm, I suck. But anyways, they're going to have that there. So make yourself a little wooden car. Come race a pine tree and see if you win. Uh, May 19th through 20th, the Hanford Cycle Show and Swap is happening at Kings County Fairground up in Kern County. And as I mentioned, uh, May 6th and 7th, the Bagger Racing, the official start to the bagger racing league rounds one and two happening in pittsburgh pennsylvania i have no idea what uh what track is in pittsburgh i'm gonna assume it's called the uh the amish velodrome even though i don't think amish people race right so uh well no further ado i'm gonna quit blabbing and being an idiot especially now that tobor i'm drinking tobor secretions i thought it was a delicious new belgium voodoo ranger imperial ipa no wonder it tastes like shit. It wasn't that. It was a bunch of your secretions. Um, yeah. I hope I'm superhuman in a couple days. You won't be. Great. But you'll always be my hero. Nice. My secretion hero. Oh, fuck you, Tobor. Let's get into this episode. Take a quick a quick break. I can't even speak straight. What does this stuff got in it? Don't tell me. We'll be right back. the show far tooth that <laughs> chris is looking like what the hell hey this is creative writing episode the real 295 last last one we called it 295 ish because it was a rebroadcast of me and wiggins uh today we have there's so many chris's uh 
in there's only one that matters. There's only one that matters. And actually that's what Tobor said too. Uh, <laughs> he knows, he knows the score, but yeah, we're here and I've been waiting for this episode. I've been just waiting and waiting partially because you guys are going to go on a, uh, trip pretty soon. And uh, if you need to raise that, I got it set up here. Let me pause this real fast. Okay. I was going to say, I got it. So you can just like lift it and it'll stay, uh, you guys are going on a trip pretty soon. There's a, there's a few things going on. First of all, we've been we we finally all three got out on dirt for the first time in a while. Have we all three been on dirt together? No. I don't okay. Think so. Yeah. So we all three have gone a million times, but yeah. you're always uh, too busy for us. Yeah. <laughs> as it as it happens, uh, and yeah, me and and then me and Wiggs will always for some, somehow he's always there, but like I don't know how he's doing all this shit. He's got two fucking kids. He's got a brand new kid. I don't know how he does it, but he he Amy. gets out. That's how he does it, Amy. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how he exactly does, does it. She she uh, she covers for him big time. Yeah, wait till his kids are a little older and he's doing soccer practice and shit. Then he'll be in my we're like we're my wheelhouse right now, and then he'll be a little bit more t- tight on time. Um, but yeah, so we we all three got out in the dirt, and uh, which is the first time we've all three been in dirt together since we went to that crazy camping place. And listen, before you even start talking about the fun we've been having, I looked up that farm we stayed on. That oh, no. in Cambria, and it's like it was listed as something like Ch- Chavasa Farms, and it's no. got like all these five star reviews. And I was like, and it's all little cabins, these crazy little cabins. And I was like, I I feel fortunate we didn't get murdered <laughs> in the middle of the night. But I was worried you were gonna say that, like, oh yeah, right after you guys visited, like two or three people yeah, got murdered. Right, right, right. That's how. I felt. And when I looked at the Google Maps again, I was like, yeah, this place is just is terrible. And and I. You know, we didn't really talk about it on the show, but somebody, you went down to ride somewhere and somebody like came out and was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I'm just riding down a little dirt road, just poking around. Some guy pops out and gives me the don't be in my meth area yeah. kind of look. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, turn around, let's move back. Yeah. To adventure down this road. It was definitely, it was definitely a meth, meth area. Yeah, somebody was cooking somewhere. <laughs> it was happening. Um, so yeah, this last weekend we got out, um, we went out to, uh, Kegel Mountain, appropriately named. Uh, I should have done a few Kegels before we went out there because I, I did fall down. But um, yeah, that was pretty fun. And this whole like last month, um, you and Wigs have been pressuring me to buy the bikes that I would never. Well, I don't just say never, but yeah, I just been giving you guys a hard time back because I don't have the finances right now. <laughs> It's so no, easy. We are, we are finding great <laughs> bikes for you. You were. You were. They, they were, pra- they were practically. $1,500 yeah. bikes. Nothing. That would be awesome just to go beat up yeah. and ride and explore. I'd be curious. Like, listener-wise, I mean, those old Triumphs are awesome. Yeah. Like, the ones we're looking at, they have 30,000 miles because they last. They're great. That's true. So, dig this. Yeah, if you're a listener and you have an ADV bike, which I know a lot of you do, uh, ride in creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com or send all your hate mail to uh, chriswiggins at gmail.com and let us know which one is the worst uh, worst bike. Um, but yeah, there's there's been a ton of stuff and I've just been giving you guys a hard time just because, dude, this thing's 540 pounds and guess what? Remember how I just jumped down and picked it up the other day? The next day my back was like, oh wait, you did what yesterday? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's been shit getting out of bed the last couple of days. But yeah, I've toppled over in sand 
and on just, a street bike on a street bike and just t- and just on a quite redded road, like an extensively redded road. <laughs> Dude, that one old guy was pretty stoked. He's like, I got to see what you're on. <laughs> uh, very inappropriate bike, sir. But yeah, so my back, yeah, my back the last couple of mornings has been like, oh yeah, that's right. We're going to remind you every day to live with your legs, not with your back. But that was fun. And actually, I've been given wig and shit, but mostly because I've all, I really would rather have like a... a CRF 450 or like a KTM 530 and I realize like those aren't going to do 90 miles an hour for no 500 miles and I know he wants to go like desert shit and And that's the bummer like we all want to have these crazy capable adventure bikes but we spend the majority of the time going up the five or heading up to where we're at and having a little bit of wind block in front of you and a cruise control if you have it and that kind of stuff (laughs) entertaining to say the least um <laughs> yeah like that's, it, it makes the day a lot different you're willing to go out and put the miles down on those opportunities where when you're on something that else it just beats you up or you got to trailer the bike yeah get all the way there and yeah. your friends want to ride a simple i mean and there's nothing better than an adventure bike. You don't care if you topple over. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the great part. Have your buddies help you pick it back up, but something cheap and beady and easy. And so what if it gets guards? And yeah. Yeah. I know. Again, this ass a little bit. No bash plate. So I really had to pick my lines again. Not that I would send it on this thing, even if it had a bash plate. Cause I, I literally feel like the three and a half inches of suspension travel gets sucked up just riding on the road. And then when you do hit a bump, there's nothing left. So it's very inappropriate. And Wiggins is always like, yeah, just get a bigger shock. Like, let's lift it. And I'm like, dude, this thing isn't worth it. Like, No, it's it's great for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's perfect for what it is. Like, you love riding this thing. Oh, yeah. And cutting curves and just the same. You can go down a gravel road. And I've watched you do it. I've been behind you scared shitless for you <laughs> how quickly you're ripping down a dirt road on it. And it's capable for that. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic yeah. bike for its application. But... It, it, we any, were going on some pretty aggressive off-road track. Yeah, there. yeah. Anything more than that, and we would have been, I would have been asking for trouble or been re- replacing the handlebar or something stupid, you know what I'm saying? I would have definitely fell down if we got any more aggro or even had to do like a crazy hill climb or some shit. Like the, the back tire is not very, it's pretty much a street knobby, you know what I mean? And going up some some of those aggressive climbs. You guys had just both got brand new rears, I think, and uh, they looked pretty good, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, those those can dig in. This is pretty much a, quote, street knobby. I'd be pushing my luck trying to climb something steep, as wet as it was, as wet as it's been, too, late, lately, a little bit. Um, at least it wasn't, like, super muddy, but I, there was some spots that I was like, oh, yeah, that would suck. Some water holes and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> that would have sucked. Um yeah, so that was that was fun, and uh, I don't know. Wiggins says he found a guy with a bright green Triumph nine fifty five, something like that nine fifty five I, which is which means it's injected. Which is not dude, when this thing fell over. What's the first thing I said? Uh oh, yeah. I well, think it's, it's, I flooded. Yeah, it's fucking fuel injected. That well, shows and you. That's what I was saying. Cause it wouldn't restart, <laughs> yeah. and I was because some have the accident safety deals mm-hmm. in them, where when they have a hard yeah. impact, it shuts the fuel pump yeah. off. Yeah, I couldn't tell you which manufacturer but i know that it was almost every single one 
modern, even even the carbureted ones, has a tip over sensor where it cuts the engine because that's all you need is a fucking fire and the oil to keep pumping up when it's upside down and there's no oil. You know, when it it's not made to run upside down, it's not a two stroke. So yeah, definitely has a fuel uh, motor that cut off for the motor. So that that is cool. But yeah, I, I, that shows you how many fuel injected bikes I've owned. I'm like, oh yeah, why, why would it be flooded? So yeah, we just had to shut it off for a second, turn it back on. But yeah, definitely, I think it would be more fun to do to not worry about banging up. This is metal fenders, metal fuel tank. You know, if if I fall down and bend one of those. It's like 900 bucks, and they only imported this for one year. So, I mean, it's kind of stupid, you know what I'm saying? So I'd rather just keep it as like an old, crusty... You know, in like 30 years, this is going to be like a <laughs> 80s, you know, like an 80s street bike is now. So, it's a killer bike. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe having a shitty ADV isn't so bad, but... Uh, you talk so much shit when I try to buy <laughs> I you do. another bike. I was like, I will go get it for you right now. <laughs> I do, I do. saying you're going to be divorced. <laughs> That if anyone in the neighborhood saw you show up on this thing. <laughs> Listen, that other Triumph. the only asshole friend I know that I'm like, I'm going to buy you a bike and drop it off. And you're like, well, then I feel no, bad. No, you're a jerk. Yeah, How then I then I feel you? bad. Yeah, then I, I feel like, you know, I, I know I grew up in a hood where if you get something for free, you're making it up later behind the barn. So. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, see? That was exactly my point. <laughs> right. So I know how it now works. Now you have something to ride to the barn. <laughs> Hey, that is a great idea now that you mention it. Um, and yeah, speaking of wigs ain't, wigs ain't here, so we could talk as much shit as we want about him. Um, but uh, yeah, he did. He, he's, he is the master of finding weird ass shit for pre, pretty damn cheap on the internet. So I actually I can't found that, that one. Oh, did you? Yeah, I could, oh. a couple points. Fucking Wiggins. He can find everything, I know, but at least that one I did. He find. can find shit, but he's got 27 bikes to sell in order to buy it. He even can't though- post anything, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck's up with that? He, he has, literally does not know how to use Offer Up. <laughs> He's not hours of texting last night. For su- for a, such a you know mechanically minded dude, he has yeah he has no no uh, technical abilities when it comes to the uh, the online world. Um, you guys oh, are gonna get into there's certain websites. Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah. Expert. That's level true. Runs I think right through it. <laughs> um. Does it rhyme with bumly bams? <laughs> it's just strange though, because for only spending nine seconds on it at a time, he's an expert. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that nine seconds is very, very you're being very generous. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys are going on this massive trip, and I was pretty stoked for you guys to come and talk about this. And and uh you are, uh, there's a couple things going on with wigs. We I, we just we just reposted episode 260 back when he was doing his Buell shit, um, and now he's he's at it again. He's do, going bagger racing, or he's trying to. He's trying to get a crashed bagger and and uh, go bagger racing. But in the meantime, um, he's selling a bike. Oh my god, he's selling one of his bikes, and I never thought I'd see it happen. But you you sparked something in him, or maybe maybe it's Amy, but. Um, he's getting rid of something and then you guys are going on this massive trip in like a month, something like that. We are, we leave on May 6th and it's kind of a combination, his 40th, my 40th birthday at the same time. Um, but we'd been, we've been talking about this one for a long time and I wanted to do Ireland. I wanted to do a few different other places. Uh, what kind of steered this is I'm a big diver. Uh, my lady's a big diver. So we were kind of trying to figure out a good way to combine this whole thing. 
and I'd heard from a lot of guys writing Columbia is awesome. So I spent a bunch of times re- researching this whole thing and ended up finding this guy, Jeff. He's got a company called Columbia Motorcycle Adventures. And generally, over time, I've rented motorcycles where I was going, but I never had any real like plan or route. I would just rent a bike and pay 100 bucks a day and kind of go around. And I always thought these adventure packages were too expensive. And I got to say, Jeff has a great thing. If you look up uh, Columbia Motorcycle Adventures, that's Jeff. Uh, I've been talking with him. I haven't met him yet. That's going to be in a month. Uh, but I've, I'm doing his seven-day coffee run and included all the hotels. He's planned the entire route out for us, uh, for, for Chris and I. And we're going to be on some Honda 300, what are the EXs or yes. whatever. Uh, he's got... The, the Kawasaki uh, DLR or whatever that KLR KLR um, he's got a few other ones and I said hey man we're both advanced riders uh, well, at least I am um, <laughs> again yeah you know it's nice Wiggins he, is good at finding nice bikes he's not here to like yeah. pop his head over and <laughs> look cocky uh, but you know Jeff was like dude just take the Honda man have have like a relaxing trip where you're just doing your thing it's no stress whatsoever. So look it up. Seven-day coffee run. Really cost-effective. So round-trip flights, just over 400 bucks from L.A. to get to Medin. And he handles everything. Airport pickup, get you to his place, check the bike, check everything in. Hotel that night, take off, and you're on the road for like six days, come back. If you're doing it solo without anybody else, it's like twenty one hundred bucks for the entire yeah. week. That's motorcycle rental. Uh, there's no tolls for motorcycles, all the hotels, that kind of stuff. But for us, because we're going to share room, unfortunately, um, <laughs> it got it down to like thirteen hundred bucks a person. Hey, last time I shared a room with Wigs, he was very cordial. He was he tucked me in and. Uh, I don't remember going to bed, but I woke up with my PJs on and no lube on my butt. So I got to say it was pretty good. You had to keep smacking his hand. Uh, that's, uh, I didn't mention that, but yeah, that's true. It's a cold hand. <laughs> it's a little Just hairy, sneaks too. sneaks in there. Just that one, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're really excited about it. It's going to be... And then we come back from doing that seven-day run. He flies back home, and I've got my lady, which she rides. You know, she, she has the Bonneville. And she's also got a little uh, S40. So she's flying in. Lionel is flying in. And we talked about that on one of the shows. Lionel's big crash in Belize. We we did. And unfortunately, the audio disappeared. I think I deleted the... So we never we didn't hear that. Maybe we can get... You were get, never actually recording it, were you? you just I just I like, like to hear the story. you your friends. You really... Uh, I usually just fuck with Wiggins that way. When he right. starts to talk, I hit... <laughs> but I didn't. I really wanted to get the story, but that audio got lost, and it was going to be part of our epic crash episode. So maybe I'll have you tell that if you if you have a few minutes tonight. That was that was a good one because Lionel he's, he'll be on the trip with you. Well, Lionel's going to be on the trip. Yeah, and Lionel's an amateur <laughs> writer, but he's got a huge heart, and he's he wants to go and he wants to learn. And you know, he'd never ridden. I guess I'll I'll, I can, I'll tell the brief of that show, story before telling this, but. We planned this whole Belize trip, and he didn't have a motorcycle license. He'd never ridden, and we were riding motorcycles in Belize. That was the entire plan. So, like a week, right? 
It was like two weeks out. A two, okay. So he went and took the written test. That's all they require in at Belize Adventures to rent motorcycles. And they were these uh, the hyphens or hyphens or whatever the two fifties. Mm. Um, and he yeah he said screw it he did it and uh, went and got his paper test but he'd never actually ridden anything yeah so that night we were getting ready to jump on a plane to fly to Belize to get in this transit to go to Hopkins and all this other shit and I said so you never ran a clutch before let's get something out and the best thing I could think of at the time was the sporty that was before it was built and it was still rideable and I went out and wheelied the bike out in the street and blew the belt on it <laughs> right in front of my house, a couple of beers deep. So I rolled that back in the garage, got out like the uh, another bike. It didn't, want, it didn't want to fire up. It was being a grouch. So I just said, fuck it, and I put him on an S1000XR. <laughs> Perfect first bike. I for put it in rain mode. Never touched okay? a clutch. It was in rain mode, so <laughs> all's going to be good. He had... Anyways, he had, he'd showed up, clearly, he'd stopped by the, the Margaritaville on the way into the house. <laughs> and I'm working with him on the clutch out in front of the house, and he takes off. And I'm like, you're doing great, you're doing great. And then he just takes off. Yeah. And I don't mean, like, takes off. I mean, I see him lean into a corner like he's been a Holy shit. AMA racer. And then I can just hear my bike... Down the street, down the main street, he rides back, pulls up in the garage, and he's like, "All right, cool, I got this." Wow! And uh, yeah, it's a fat, it's like a 170 horsepower bike. It's yeah, a, it's a dangerous ah, bike. Yeah. So we jumped on a plane, flew to flew to Belize, and we rode for close to a week in the jungles. Absolutely amazing. Go to Hopkins, Belize, if you ever have the opportunity. There's some little beachfront houses there, totally affordable. Um, there's a really sweet guy. I feel terrible. I don't remember her name now. She runs Motorcycle Adventures, the Belize Motorcycle Adventure Rentals. Um, she's got this little shop. She was amazing. She was super sweet. And uh, we rode the death out of those bikes yeah. every day down to caves and beaches yeah. and jungles. And, so, and this is self-guided. You didn't. Oh, yeah, self-guided. Yeah, yeah. So the last day we rode in the probably the most nastiest rainstorm I've ever been in my life. <laughs> we got to a river, met some guide, and he just threw tubes in a blazing jungle, and we just jumped in a river. I never asked the simplest of questions of what the what the fuck is in this water? Yeah. What parasites are getting, well, am I going to yeah. be shitting out later? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Little creatures, big creatures, I don't have a clue. <laughs> so we float down this river, and it was the most epic thing. And we get out, and it's been pouring rain, and we're all laughing and high-fiving, um, which is kind of important in the story. Another buddy of ours had flown in and joined up with us, and he was in uh, a little Toyota rental truck, a little quad-cap Toyota rental truck. So we get back, and I look at Lionel, and I'm like, we're returning the bikes. The, the guy, Roy, is going to follow us. Uh, he's going to... Um, meet us at the motorcycle place, pick us up, take us back to the hotel. I said, all right, so I'm going to go ahead and ride a little bit quicker, man. I said, I've been kind of slowing down my riding to, to make sure we were in good pace for you and I, but I want a sport ride back to the place. So, yeah, And yeah. these are 125s, but so you can ring... 250. Oh, they're 250s. 250s, man. So, so don't, you can don't get pretty dangerous it. on a 250, yeah. It's like, you know, you can get them... If you're cuddled up behind the bars 100 and 
60 pounds, you can do 60 mile an hour. But that's dead flat with like wind of the asshole kind of yeah. situation. Um, but I was ripping down this dirt road. I'm that having the time of my life. She can she can do 90. I've done 95. I've never cracked the ton, but I've done 95 on her. But I also re-geared her to go uh, that fast. Stock. These are also... You me- yeah, Mexican 250s? <laughs> yeah, they're not the... Yeah. Yamaha? So I'm ripping in this mud and sliding the bike around, and I'm hauling ass, and I stopped and thought, I'll just wait for it. And him. this is through the jungle. Is it still raining? A little bit. Yeah, okay. But in the jungle but still, yeah. But this is definitely in the jungle, yeah. And I'm kind of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and I just, you know... And there's nothing worse as a rider. When you're riding with a buddy, and you don't see him, and you pull over... And the hope is instantly you're going to see them, yeah. right? Like you think they're going to be right behind. A minute max. And then you get to like that minute, two minute, and you're like, and all of us do the same thing. I don't care who you are, you're lying. You immediately go, oh, fuck, Larry ran off the road. Yeah. He's back there bleeding the death, and I'm yeah. not. And you rip around and, and you, you head and back. And you go back, yeah. You and the back. second you turn around, they you're blow coming. by you the other yeah. direction. <laughs> exactly. That's how it happens every time. Yeah. So that's what I'm expecting. I'm going to turn around and I'll we'll see him. So I turn around and I start heading back. But about this time, I see that black Toyota quad cab pickup truck just Baja off the side of the road and like up into this field. So what had happened is Lionel missed the corner. Oh. And he'd been hauling ass and barreling through around and just couldn't make the corner and pointed the bike straight. Now, there was something I'd told Lionel, and I'm sure there's lots of people that would argue with me on this, but my biggest fear has always been don't or get away from the bike the second it starts to go down. Push the bike off to the side, push it away from you, but just get the fuck away from the bike. It's what's going to do most of the damage. And Lionel amazingly listened to this on point. So he missed the corner. The corner also happened to look like a half-pipe ramp at a skate park, just the perfect giant incline, and the bike had gone fucking straight in the air, and he threw it away from him. Uh, did he go up in the air, too? He did. He, he got airborne? It. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've got the 360 footage of it. We oh, had a 360 shit. camera on the bike. I don't think I've ever heard this part. I've heard this story a oh, few yeah. times, and I didn't yeah. know that part. Well, I thought he flew off the side of a cliff down. He no, went so it went, oh, well, shit. it did both. It went up. And then it dropped. Oh, shit. So he got the ramp and then the decline. <sighs> um, but the unfortunate kind of part on it was that there was a luggage tab on the back of the little rack mm-hmm. of that bike. I'm using my hands like your listeners can mm-hmm. actually fucking understand it. Some of them can see. Yeah. yeah. They'll be good. Um, good imaginations. Yeah. They think you're handsome and fun. <laughs> so, <what> they do. <laughs> uh, he pushed the bike away from me did everything he was supposed to do and he got he got the bike away he landed i i happened to come back as our other buddy driving the toyota realized that he had flown off this thing Fuck. and he just went balls for it in a pickup truck up off this incline into a field and did he jump out of the truck and get away from the truck? Yeah, but that would have been fucking awesome. Like, he heard me give him that instruction yeah. and then just went for it. Fucking jumps out of the truck. And uh, dismount. Yeah. Uh, we've all dismounted too quickly. So he, uh, and as I'm rolling up, Lionel's on all fours, and I hear Lionel yelling to Roy, like, how bad is it? How bad is it? And I drop my bike, and I run up to kind of see what's going on, and Lionel reaches his hand around. To the back of his leg. I have the photos. You should post this. 
and he sticks his hand inside of his leg. Ah. Like it's fi- anyone that obviously nobody here knows Lionel. He's this huge bodybuilder guy. I mean, yeah. he's a refrigerator. He's yeah. wider than the average refrigerator. He, yeah. you know, he's a huge built dude, and his calves are like eight inches wide, and he just puts his hand inside of his leg, <laughs> and then looks at me and says, "How bad is it?" And I'm like, "It's not bad. We're good. Don't worry about it. We're not bad. This is fine." <laughs> So we had towels, the dirty water towels that were from the river with the fucking parasites (laughs) and everything else. (laughs) So I tie a knot around around his leg that's literally holding his muscle and his tendons and his shit inside of his leg. And we carry him, put him in the back of the truck. We throw the wrecked motorcycle in the bed of the truck and realize there's no room for my bike. So Roy, I've got no cell phone. Yeah. And I've got no communication with him. So Roy just jumps in the pickup truck, Google's hospital, which in Belize can clearly, which is the kind of the punchline of the story, I mean veterinarian hospital, very clearly it wasn't, but you'll get where we're going. Uh, and he just takes off hauling ass. We're back into rain. It's and how far, I mean, you're in the. Di- you're in We're the pretty deep, deep in the jungle. jungle yeah. yeah. So ho- any any fucking hospital would be nice, you know. Yeah. yeah. So we're hauling, and well, so for people, folks in Belize would know there's there's very little law enforcement, very little. Um, everyone's nice, everyone's sweet, unless you get up into the mountain ranges where there's apparently I've never seen it, but a lot of gorillas and bad people, and uh, apparently they do bad shit to tourism. I don't I don't know. I never saw it, so I can't say that that was the thing but what they do to control speed is they put massive speed bumps in the road these like everyone's like oh no our town has big speed bumps yeah no No. these are like 16 fucking inches tall and four foot wide yeah like every car bottoms out on them as they go across them yeah and that's what they use to control the speed so lines of cars will slow down for those speed bumps because otherwise they just rip their, yeah, their oh, chassis to pieces. They're not square, but they're pretty close to it. They yeah. have them in Mexico too. They're called topes, and they're yeah. super like they're like a mesa just rising out of the road out of nowhere. And if and you, if you're not expecting it, they oh, will yeah. fuck you up. Oh, yeah. Like they will rip you to pieces. Yeah. So Roy would be stuck in these lines of cars as they bumped over those things, yeah. and then yeah. he would get up and bump over it, and then everybody hits the gas again. Well, he'd been doing 75 in the meantime and totally outran me. So the only way I could keep up with Roy, I don't know where the fuck we're going. We're in the middle of Belize, is to just stay pinned wide open on the bike (laughs) and just go into these speed bumps like I know what a plan is that I'm doing and hope to God I don't get like off frequency on these things and end up just being a, you know, a staple on the side of a light pole. And uh, it was terrifying. And we happened to get to this <laughs> hospital in time. It was like an hour and a half and pouring rain. I mean, yeah. riding this poor little bike. Did you have a helmet too? I did. Yeah, okay. I was wearing a helmet. Um, but it, I, that bike never left full throttle. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Like if I had to stop at a stop sign, I'd just... Yeah. And uh, we finally get to this place and it was an old meat packing plant. That's... It Very- literally was an old meat packing plant. <laughs> Turned into a Belize hospital. Very appropriate since Lionel's very meaty. He is. No uh, way to get a, uh, 
like a, a hospital bed up it right. or a gurney or whatever. So the only way to do this is to carry someone up the stairs. No matter what the fuck is wrong with you, you're going upstairs. Yeah. So don't show up really fucked up. Yeah. Show up mid fucked up. Yeah. And have a fr- if you can't walk, have a friend. Have a friend or two. <laughs> because you ain't making it up by yourself, right? So we get him into this place and they realize we're Americans and uh, which is kind of interesting in the end. I, I got to give a lot of credit for that, but that that that's the kind of the post of it. So they realize we're Americans. They immediately run him over, lay him down on this little bed, and it's everybody's in a room. It's like a thirty by forty foot room. There's like people getting surgery done, and you can just watch Look the over surgery. And see. Yeah, oh, and damn. twenty foot the other direction, there's twelve people in a waiting room waiting for like their shots. Yeah, you can just it's an open room with like yeah. partially open curtains. So they lay him down, put him face down, and they take this totally infested towel off of that <laughs> wound. And uh, It's like an operation studio. So Lionel says, how bad is this? How bad is it? I said, dude, it's not bad. And seconds later, the little nurse lady turns the corner and she goes, oh, God, that's bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I look at her like, shut the fuck, what are you doing? <laughs> Fucking A. And then moments later... <laughs> The doctor turns the corner and he just instantly goes, oh, that's bad. <laughs> and I look at him like, what the fuck? And Lionel's like, what is it? How bad? I'm like, it's not bad. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Shit. <laughs> so fucking, you guys are blowing me up on, over here. Come on, guys. So the next, they say, hey, we'll, we'll take care of your guy. Just go outside and wait for us. <laughs> we don't know anything about anything. We don't know if this is covered, insurance, what the plan is, where we're going, how we're doing it afterwards. You know, and like, I look at Roy, and I was partial joking, but I'm like, are they going to fucking amputate the leg? <laughs> like, what if they don't have the medical equipment to, like, put tenons together? Do they just, like, yeah. well, fucking get the chainsaw, poor bastard. I had, we had no clue. <laughs> Get the chainsaw. Yeah, you know, how many how many Costa Rican dogs do you know of getting life-saving tendon surgery, right? Like, it's not yeah. common. Yeah, no. So we wait outside for like three hours, and finally they wave us back in, and we go in, of course. Three we, hours. Yeah, we have been getting shit-faced ah. in the parking lot. <laughs> Just totally popped. And, uh... The doctor's like, your buddy's ready. We stitched his leg all back together. He'll be okay. He can't walk on it. Take these antibiotics, this whole deal. And Lionel's like, okay, what paperwork do I have to? And they're like, you're American. Wow. Like, I am. Yeah. Factual. Yeah. What paperwork do you need or something? And the guy was just like. Is Lionel Hispanic too? Does he speak? He is. He's a, oh, yeah. He's, does he, he speak Spanish? Spanish very well. Oh, okay. Yeah, his, whole, his, uh, his parents don't speak English. Oh, okay. So he's, but he yeah, didn't understand so. what they were saying. Was he just out of his fucking mind? Like, well, no, they just never really explained to him yeah, that yeah. you're an American and we have a treaty with you guys. Gotcha. Or, or I'm, gonna, I'm saying treaty and someone's going to be like, what? that's not what the fuck? accurate. Yeah. Um, but no, basically, that's, that's we don't have a medical bill down there. We visit. I'll edit in here. I'll go to Wikipedia and edit it in. Please do. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they threw him in the truck and then I followed. This sounds like a drunk driving uh, Fucking PSA. I, I was not hammered when I was riding home. I was lightly buzzed. <laughs> um, we were really close to our uh, our hotel at that point. But then, and the story continues for like two weeks and Belize and float planes and all kinds of shit. Uh, it was a good time. Not so for Lionel. He stays down there though. Oh he yeah, stays he stays down. the whole yeah. time. Yeah, nice. We ended up renting him a golf cart. 
And, oh, fuck, uh, he got the treatment. Yeah, he did. He got a VIP the whole time uh, and had a really good time. So that same cat comes back to the States, heals up, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, I want to keep you riding. Don't let this one thing get you down. Like, this kind of sucks. He's like, no, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And then he shows up one day with a speed triple. Yeah, that Triumph. Yeah. And it's a monster. Yeah. I'm scared to ride it. <laughs> it's a monster. It's the most torquey, snappy, uncomfortable positioned bike. And he's trying to ride it along the side. The rest of us on like these slow curves that it's just lugging because it wants to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we, I want to get him like a Bonneville T100 yeah, or T120 that, be or something. A would perfect be like a bike. This, great bike. This a V twin like this. He would love that. No, fifty horsepower. That would be the best. He's just really particular about the look. Yeah, it's got to look like a Mad Max thing. That you notice his speed triple, hundred percent blacked out. Yep, that's his gig. Um, they were also Triumph was the first company to make a factory Street Fighter. Which is what they call that in England when you fall over and break all your plastics and you take everything off with the headlight. That's why those street triple headlights stick out like that and oh, all that shit. Oh, that. Yeah, Triumph was the first one to make a factory Street Fighter, <laughs> and it does look pretty badass. I mean, it's got those weird little turn signals that fold out from the fight. Like you can fold them in for tracks or hooligan. Right. I have no idea, but yeah, he's. It looks like he's. On the on the other hand, have you terrified him away from? I mean, because you guys told me he did a track day and he leaned about 12 degrees through the turns. You know, that particular day, I can't be mad at him for a lot of reasons. Uh, I would never be mad at the guy, but that's not true. Actually, I've been mad at him plenty of times. So I wouldn't be mad at him <laughs> You guys are work partners. Sport. You're allowed yeah, to be mad at each other. We're business partners <laughs> um, for not sport riding in that case. It was his first time on track. He hadn't ridden on a highway yet. Right. And Has he went he on yet? a track. No. Has he so far? Okay. And, and it doesn't, well, I mean, he's like popped on and off, like on a ramp, off a ramp kind of deal. Um, but he went out to a track day that everybody was on V-Twins. Dudes are riding wheelies by at 120 mile an hour. Um, it's like mid-COVID. Yeah. So things, shit's just kind of awkward. You don't like, want to crash because you don't want to go to a fucking ER at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's like, just a lot of weirdness yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. But I got to give the guy credit. Just huge balls and just went for it. Yeah. Took He was like, I know that I'm going to be running a, a quarter of the speed of other people, but if they'll welcome me, I would like to learn. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. Everybody out there said, dude, it's cool you're not on a V-twin. You know, Wiggins do a lot of the people in the relationship. We'd done a lot of the printing, and uh, one of Lionel Nye's companies, ironically, had done a lot of the stuff for it and just said, uh, you know, hey, we'll, we'll jump in and, and kind of give this guy a little bit of pointers. And I would see people walk over to him. Hey, bud, like, as you're doing this, that's lean in, awesome. do that. And there's nothing better. And that, I think it's one of my biggest things about the diving community. Yeah. Is that I love how other people, no matter how pro and badass they are, they see the new diver and they walk over and say, hey, man, I saw you struggling with this. Let me give you a trick. Nice. And I love that in the motorcycle yeah. world, when it's not on a super competitive day, people walk over and be like, hey, I noticed this. Why don't you try this? And yeah. I love that. Like, yeah. that's that's the hobbies and sports I want to be a part of when people aren't just about winning, but they're about building community. Yeah. And the, the community really showed up for Lionel on that. That's you know, awesome. Because 
you know, we all know the dangers of having a slow rider out on a fast track. Yeah. Like, that's also as dangerous as having an insanely fast rider yeah. on a medium speed track. And uh, everyone was really sweet with him. They that's came awesome. over, talked to him. They were being cool. And, and he's, he's a very personal could, guy. He's, I was going to say, he's super nice. And it would suck if somebody was like, you know, uh, chest mm. beating him out of there or some shit like that, you know. You have a drinking problem. I do, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if you notice. That's never really a problem with Lionel to have people come beat their chest against it, like towards him, being that his chest is the width of the trailer. <laughs> right. They beat their chest, then they walk six inches to the right and beat it again because they haven't like covered the whole span. Yeah, they chest. have to spread yeah. it out a little like, bit. Hey, I gotta for like, sure. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, that is that is awesome. That story was supposed to get into our crash stories episode, and we I, I blew it up. I blew up the audio, but that is was one of the most epic stories. And it, uh, yeah, don't go on a vacation with this guy. Wiggins, if you're out there listening, if you're going to listen to this episode. No, no, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't actually do that. <laughs> no, he hasn't paid yet. He still hasn't paid me yet. No. Wiggins. Wiggins, do it. Yeah, still, if he'd paid me, that protect credit, get a room to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so back to, back to Columbia in this seven-day uh, ride. We're stoked. We've got the drones to go we've got new gear we've converted these helmets i'm pretty stoked on that <laughs> you know this is creative writing and we have never ever said what you do but you do a lot of cool shit at your shop and you full on made these little like adapters uh just because you wanted to have these like senas or whatever the fuck they are i don't even know what brand they are but so i can't quite tell the entire backstory to this but basically <laughs> i've got a, a really good friend that was doing warranty repair work for a helmet company okay and that's how you know and, it's a good story and then they found out that he had to take screws out of the inside of the helmet to do the warranty repair and the insurance companies just lost it and said absolutely not you can't be taking anything and it had nothing to do with the chin strap or padding it was just a little plastic piece you can murder a dog but boy. they said absolutely not not an issue Right. Absolutely not an issue. Yeah, so <clears throat> what I didn't really ended up doing was it's like an insurance thing. You can't be taking these helmets apart. So I ended up with a pile of comms. And the unique thing about them is that they link really well. You can transmit music to other writers, though we've kind of found that to be pretty glitchy. But they're comms. They're, they work good. Um, and we experienced a lot of comm, both benefits and also issues on our last big ride, the Blast Memorial Day ride. Because me and you could link, but you and Wiggins couldn't link, yeah. and then you and Wiggins could, like it was always this like weird triangulated shit. Yeah. But we could never just all three talk. I could connect to you, or bleep bleep connect to Wiggins, bleep, and I bleep, was in the same boat. And in between, and yeah. I could connect to Wiggins, or I could connect gotcha. to you, but not okay. the same. Yeah, yeah. So what we ended up doing was the adapters are designed to be dropped in the set of uh, existing helmets. So I just. Uh, We've got a big 300-watt CO2 laser. We just a laser cut out of acrylic. Everybody's got those nowadays, right? Everyone now. <laughs> uh, so we bought these little supports and uh, stuck them in and then ended up gouging the helmets out. But I could convert a standard helmet to a calmed helmet for my cost, a couple dollars yeah. plus the free calm. Yeah. So the the bigger part for me right now is that those systems run on a 3.7-volt battery. It's like a 500 milliamp. Uh, capacity battery and we've had a tough time when you're putting miles down like Wiggins and I have done it a few times we're like we're riding for eight hours a day yeah <clears throat> and I want music 
he doesn't care. He's not a big music guy on the motorcycle. Yeah. It's all about like the tone of the bike. I'm like, fuck off. My bike doesn't sound that good. <laughs> I want to, you know, I want some Tom Petty and yeah. some jams and cruise control and then enjoy the wind in my face. Uh, but I just burn the batteries down on them. Yeah. And I'll get like halfway through a day and I'll lose the battery. Same and with then- cameras. I mean, I feel like everything nowadays, you, all these guys that do like vlogs and shit have like a mobile battery pack that they bring with them just you for that. You have to. Yeah, There's yeah. so or much crap. Extra battery or I don't know how those Bluetooth headsets work because like some people have like a little plug-in or some shit that you can leave plugged in. Why you know what I'm saying? Like an so they charger. changed the firmware. My older helmets. And I'm kind of curious if I can update it or not. As soon as they detect a charging circuit, they kick themselves out of comp. Oh, because I've got USB ports on the bike. I've got it both on the dash on for the phone. I've got two ports on, and I'm like, fuck it. I'll put a wire like that wire. If I God forbid you don't get an accident, that's not gonna like. No, I'm just gonna unplug. It'll or rip out or rip unplug. Out. Yeah. Um. So that being said, I uh, I tried plugging it in. The new ones actually do. I don't think Wigson's here, but when he gets here, are you just going to walk away? I should. <laughs> just confuse the fuck out of him. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot to confuse the guy. No. No. Um, but yeah, so, they, they it's not going to like, yeah, rip your neck sideways if the thing no, rips so out. I, I found, uh, uh, was it a... I'm going to mess up the mathematics. I'm not an electrical engineer. Just to be abundantly clear. <laughs> um, the batteries I found are 14 times the capacity, same voltage, same inrush capabilities, and all that stuff. And they're not that much larger. They're like yeah. a third or three times larger. And I think I can definitely tuck it. Now, this is something I don't know, is they are a lithium-ion battery. And the charging circuit is a lithium-charged circuit. What we don't know is is it better to stick that thing to the outside of the helmet so that god forbid something happened in a <laughs> lithium battery are you saying that lithium batteries have a reputation for catching on fire yes <laughs> uh if that goes bad is it better to have it on the outside of the helmet or the inside of the helmet yeah. to me outside would be better but if i get it in an accident and my head smacks the concrete is that also yeah. a worst case scenario yeah. so what we're going to do is we're going to put one on the inside and on the outside of Wiggins's helmet <laughs> you're going to say Lionel's helmet and uh, <laughs> no I'd like Lionel yeah um, not really many people like Wiggs so no, he is a good test dummy he's fucking annoying honestly um, <laughs> so I, I think we're just going to sleeve them up I've been charging that one I assume the charge circuit's probably going to take as long Unfortunately, that particular company doesn't tell you how much battery percentage you have. Yeah. But I think I'm, I mean, I think I'm inslated for like a solid 24 hours of riding with my helmet on. And I would love that. Yeah. Especially for these Columbia tricks, just not to have to recharge every six hours, but to at least be able to go through a full eight hour day in the jungle yeah. and talking and muting and doing that kind of crap running music all that jazz which uh, every every little thing with the batteries i've noticed it recently every little thing adds up to you know even if it's like a an hour that's that's really a huge that's a huge percentage of your your uh your battery life um 
And yeah, you're right. I mean, because you're listening to music, you're cruising to the jungle. Who knows how they how stable? I watched I watched Long Way Up. I know how the battery situations are in uh, you know South America, and sometimes it's not you're not getting what you what you can even see is not what you're getting. You know what I'm saying? It might yeah. look like a good thing, but who knows? Actually, they could have fucking power outage in the middle of the night or something right. like that. Yeah, especially in the jungle. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. And um, I ha- I think I have mentioned that you, uh, per- your company personally, you do all these crazy like special effects and all that stuff. So you are a little bit of a wizard when it comes to figuring out you know, I like that you. I like that you're able to deconstruct something and then figure it out for your benefit. <laughs> I, f- I fail often. Fail up though, yeah. Fail fast. Fail forward. Yeah. Fail, fail often. Forward. That's yeah. a that's a Will Smith line. Fail in your face. My wife just yeah. She tells me no. You're just you just fail. That's well. That's Lionel's line. Uh, all of our big team meetings, your minds, the guys were either uh, well shit. We're either learning or we're winning. Yeah. That's the two things we're doing every day. We're, we're learning or we're winning. My team's doing a lot of learning at work. Yeah. <laughs> we fail and then we're fined. Fail and fine. And I said, hey, guys, we want to avoid this fine part, so please don't fail. Like, let's fail in the lean mode over here on the side before we release it to the public. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that's awesome. And that sounds, that sounds super fun. And when Wiggins shows up, he, uh, he's probably going to show up here in a few minutes. You got to just, you got to just walk out. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he, we played the part where you're like, oh, Yo, Wiggins is annoying. I'll just loop that right when he, just, yeah. <laughs> I'll rewind it to there and play that. No, quick. what I need, I, I'll go to the house and hang out with his kids because they're <laughs> so much cooler than he is. Yeah. He has a little kid, a brand new, a brand new spanking fresh little kid that still smells like stinky little baby. And uh, when my kids were that age, I couldn't bear to be apart from him. I don't know what it is. Like I, my wife maybe reads some book and there's some like biological thing that happens, but I don't, I don't see how he can be away as much as he is. It's a pretty amazing Amy. We, there's Amy's a lot to, pretty amazing. Yeah, there's a lot to say for, for Amy, but, um, but yeah, as far as, um, as far as you, Chris, number, Three thousand seven hundred ninety-two. Well, you one. are number one, and Tobor has agreed to that too. He said there, he said there's two Chris's. I said Chris's are going to come over tomorrow. Look, Tobor's disassembled actually over there on the edge. You need some more beer. You need some nope, vodka. I'm good. Yeah, he's disassembled, but he said that his his uh, processor was like, yeah, there's one Chris that's totally annoying, and the other one actually like stimulates my like processor, some shit like that. For I was hoping for say. prostate. My pro- stimulates my prostate, my mechanical prostate. Yeah. yeah. But you could actually help me build a Tobor body. You've built robots and shit for oh, work yeah. before. So, yeah. yeah, I might need to enlist your help. Because we like to say, I'm a slut for a checkbook. Yes. We will well, build it anything. There you so. go. And I don't have any checks in my checkbook, so there you go. That's why I haven't bought any bikes. I, I use work, too. That's fine. <laughs> You're right. Hey, listen, I'll come sweep the shit out of your shop for a whole month. That place will be the tidiest shop you ever saw. That's actually how I got my start in the body shop was I started sweeping and wiping the guy's hoses. <laughs> I literally, I literally. All the big wiping. hoses. I was wiping pneumatic hoses for like a living for a little bit. But yeah, cleaning up the shop before I became like Do you have any videos of that? <clears throat> my only, check out my OnlyFans. Oh, there we go. Wiggins has probably, Wiggins probably stumbled on it on accident, by the way. 
You know how he's like an OnlyFans. I know. I hear a V twin, or that's got to be him. He wouldn't just. He wouldn't drive over here. Yeah, he dried. He'd want to show off that sweet KTM. He's got to. You getting ready to go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dogs barking. Wiggins is here. Oh yeah, there he comes. Here comes Wiggins. Well, right, buddy. Deuces, bro. This is the it's best. It's good seeing you, man. I I good really, you, brother. I really miss when you're around. You know, I miss you too. I can't say we gotta, that. We got to keep telling some stories. And I have can't some say fun that for Wiggins. Doing some good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, well good seeing you, pal. I really love having you here. Like, honestly, one of the best guests ever. Please come back. You got it. Anytime, pal. All right. All right. We'll be back with some more great right after this. Hey there. This is patron Matt from My Motorbike Obsessions. I'm currently coming at you from Tokyo, and you're listening to the Creative Riding Motorcycle Podcast probably because you ran out of all the other podcasts to listen to and you really dig motorcycle haiku later figure out a good shaky graves song and you're like all happy with it i think that's where we should end this episode hey it was so fucking funny when siddons just got up and walked away and didn't say shit to wigs i was cracking up i almost died laughing hope you enjoyed this episode of creative writing next week we're gonna have wiggins on and uh we sat around and bullshitted for another half hour as you do or at least an hour, maybe with wigs, and we're going to talk about bagger racing and all that fun jazz. I hope you've enjoyed wasting an hour of your time with me, Tobor, the whole gang. Thank you, as usual, to our Patreons, without whom which this show would not come to you for free of charge. So I implore you, don't pay a thing in this world of fucking subscription shit. Don't pay a goddamn dime. But please, leave us a review on your favorite podcast app, wherever the hell you heard this. If you heard it from a friend, give them a BJ. What? Tobor wrote that. I just read what was on the prompter. Uh, Our California episode is going to be coming up here pretty soon. So if you... Want to submit a story? There's plenty of people who have have already. But if you want to submit a story, uh, a fun ride that you've done out here in California, Chad Clink, I'm talking to you, you motherfucker. You came out here, you rode this desert. You know what this nation's about. You go on more rides probably than anybody uh, that listens to the show, and you never talk about it. Uh, if you're from another country and you've been out here to California and you want to talk about it. Please email the show or just uh, record a voicemail and uh, email it to us. And we'll play your actual voice on our actual air. All right. With that, we fucking out of here, bro. Let's get this show on the road, Tobor. Hit the X's and O's. Deuces, queen. (laughs) Fucking king. Whatever. Deuces, king. Yeah.
What about this jam, Tobor? That's Chunky Turbo, Chunky Turbin original, right on the spot. Yeah. Peace and grease.